This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Winwood here. Today is Steve Winwood's birthday. Is that right, Lewis? It is his birthday, but don't ask me his age yet. Hang on. Somewhere in the 70s, I'm sure. Uh, I love yeah, Steve Winwood. I think he's a little older than me. Older than you, yes. <laughs> yeah. Steve Winwood. So let's spend some, uh, a couple of minutes here with Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis. It's been a great one already. Arthur Idala, Curtis Sliwa, Joseph Takapina. Still a come. Academy Award winning actor, big Trump supporter John Boyd. We'll talk to Rudy Giuliani. We will talk to actor Scott Bale, former Jet great Joe Namath, and then the exclusive with Daniel Penny's attorney Tom Kniff coming up at 940. Nicole, good morning. How are you? Good morning. With what a lineup. I'm surprised you could even squeeze me in this morning. Thanks a lot, Sid. Oh, you always get in. You're a, you're a big-time star in this city, and we respect and love the work that you do, and I love you personally, so thank you for that. But uh, Eric Adams at it again, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the – Governor of Texas, Abbott, he was a racist. Now, Ed Day's a racist. And I told him right here on this show two weeks ago, stop doing that. Uh, But uh, he continues to do it. He also suspended right to shelter, even modified that just a little bit. What are your thoughts on the mayor suspending the right to shelter? Well, this is something that uh, Borough President Vito Pacella and I on Staten Island have been pushing for because it made absolutely no sense that uh, the mayor would misinterpret. He was misinterpreting the right to shelter decree. Uh, This was meant for homeless New Yorkers. It was not meant for citizens of other countries. And by the mayor's logic, if all 5 million uh, individuals who have entered our country uh, illegally have uh, come to New York City, they would be entitled to free housing. If 8 billion people on the planet came to New York City, they would be entitled to free housing. So uh, this was long overdue. It's something that I've been calling for for about a year. The only issue, though, is that it's not that he's, uh, you know, refusing to bring people into New York City. He's still going to uh, put them in, you know, he's still police academies or parks or uh, old prisons now is a new proposal. So, so what he should really be doing is joining our calls to secure this border. Uh, the, the ICE facility in New York City is so backed up, by the way. Uh, the court, the courthouse in downtown Manhattan, they can't take any more appointments until the, the next decade, for the next decade. So what, I don't understand the logic of what the president is doing here. Uh, it is it is completely. You mean the mayor? Not, oh, the president. Yes, the president Biden. Yes. And the mayor, yes, yes. Uh, both, both of them. But, but, but really what the mayor should be doing at this point is either suing the president to secure the border to stop this madness into New York, or he should be simply. Uh, you know, working with us, trying to get Chuck Schumer, our, you know, his his U.S. senator runs the floor of the Senate to come up with a solution. We passed our border security bill yesterday. And guess what? It does exactly what Customs and Border Patrol agents say they need to do the job. It gives them technology. It gives them more people. It gives them more resources. It, it reinstates the Trump era policies that were working, that were stemming the flow. When I went to the border, that's what Customs and Border Protection, that's what they're saying they need to do the job. And so you have a bunch of members of Congress from the Democrat side who think they know better than those agents, um, and they refuse to work with us to pass this legislation. So that that's, you know, it, it's sad, but, you know, it's not just the unsustainable flow of these individuals. 
It is human trafficking. It is sex trafficking. It is children being abused, children being raped on this journey, women being raped and abused. It is, it is the fentanyl that is streaming over. It is the fact that the drug cartels are now making $13 billion a year profit, a billion dollars a month over, over a billion dollars a month profiting from this human trafficking and this drug trafficking. And you read uh, last week the Drug Enforcement Agency, they, they basically came out and said that on the, for the last year, they've arrested over 3,000 people that were from the drug cartels who were building operations here in the United States. That is why we're seeing Americans dying at record levels from fentanyl. In New York City, the most drug overdoses in at least the two decades, that's really when they started recording this stuff, and, 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 and they've allowed this to happen. They've allowed it to happen. They've enabled the cartels to prey on migrants and to prey on American citizens. You know, you mentioned the mayor and the president. You really shouldn't stop there. You have to go to HHS uh, security, the guy in charge, Liz Mayorkas. I think he's the biggest liar of all. And, you know, a month ago he said the border is secure. Now he's saying it's not then he says Title 42 doesn't really work, and wait to see what happens now with Title 8. Then he got all tough yesterday, talked about repercussions for people that are coming across the border illegally. I mean, there is not a guy, maybe in my lifetime, 56 years, that changes his story and lies more than Mayorkas. How do we get rid of that guy? Well, I'm all for impeaching and removing him, uh, and there are more and more members within our Republican conference who are advocating for that. And remember, he's in charge of the Department of Homeland Security. That was an organization that was established after September 11th, and the policies they have in place now make us vulnerable for another terrorist attack, and that is really my, my greatest concern and my biggest fear is because, because we've already encountered, right, um, 80 this year alone, this fiscal year alone, 95 the last year, uh, we're people who are on the FBI terror watch list. And with this massive flow, they can't possibly stop everyone or track everyone. Uh, and now that they're, they're deciding they're going to just let people come in without, some, without tracking uh, and some vetting, that, that's, a, that's a real problem. And, and it, this president is truly – uh, putting our country at risk. Because remember, it, it, Mayorkas is incompetent, and he's ridiculous. He's not doing his job. But the president, at the end of the day, is who he works yep. for. So yep. the president's not firing him, or maybe he's, he's actually mandating these policies and that Mayorkas follow them. So they're, they're all responsible. Um, but Republicans have solutions. We put them forward. We passed them yesterday. And by the way, you see the Senate with Chuck Schumer doing nothing. They have not passed anything on border security or to address you know, the issues that we're seeing. They did nothing on energy independence so far to make us less reliant on foreign entities and, and provide affordable and reliable energy uh, for, for consumers. Uh, and, and they've done nothing on the debt limit, right? They've done absolutely nothing on any of these issues that are so critical right now in the United States. You know, you mentioned debt limit. Uh, one of the things I think that shocked folks in the CNN town hall with President Trump, who was great with me yesterday, but he said flat out to uh, Caitlin Collins, I would tell the Republicans to default. She was like, whoa, whoa, whoa default. Well, the world's going to come to an end. He's like, it's going to happen anyway. Trust me, when I win in 2024, they're going to do the same thing to me. So unless Republicans really get the Democrats to cave, I want $5 million, I want $10 million, whatever it is, unless they get the Democrats to really cave, Donald Trump suggested, recommended, just default. What were your thoughts on that? 
Well, I, I don't think defaulting is the right move, but I do believe what we put forward is a, a great package that really addresses the issue. So let's yeah, see. But, 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 but if you put this but, but great package. Is, we don't know what we're going to get. Yeah, but, if they, but, if, they give, but, but if they yeah. give you nothing, even though you put together a great package, if they don't give it to you, Trump says, well, don't just don't just say it's okay. He's saying, he's, look, he's saying default is the very last we thing you should we do. We will not do a clean debt limit increase. That, that I know the Republicans are standing firm that they will not just do the clean debt limit increase that the president and the Senate have been pushing for. And let me, let me say one more thing. They actually are the ones who created this problem. Over the last two years, they've increased spending $10 trillion when they had full control. They knew Republicans were coming in in January, and despite that, they jammed through another $1.2 trillion package and did not raise the, the debt limit, which they knew you know, President Biden knew this was going to happen because Secretary Yellen told me so in a hearing. He was well aware that we were reaching the debt limit, chose to jam through another $1.2 trillion and didn't increase the debt limit to pay for it. So now they want to dump it on our lap, and we're saying the only way we're going to do this is if we get some reforms here to put us uh, – return some fiscal sanity in this country. We want to, we want to cut spending. We want to cap spending. We want to go back to uh, pre-COVID level spending. We want to stop these, these tax credits for, for you know, EVs and stuff that actually will end up in China, a lot of it. Uh, Chinese companies are actually eligible for these tax credits. Could you imagine that? Um, <laughs> I mean, while they're crushing American energy, they want to give tax credits to communist China. Um, and, and then aside from that, uh, you know, claws back unspent COVID money. It does a, 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 it implements a work work requirements for public benefits, which is important. It addresses our labor shortage. It helps us also reduce people on on, on uh, public benefits. And remember, only if you're under eight, under 55, if you don't have children and you are able to work, uh, you should be able to contribute in our society. What a great conversation. So you asked, Nicole, how could I squeeze you in? And now if you listen to the last 10 minutes, it's obvious why. You were great. So thank you again for hopping on this morning. Thank you for being the voice of reason, one of our true soldiers in the House and uh, Congress. And uh, we love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. There she is, Nicole Maliotakis, pride of Brooklyn and Staten Island.